The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Can you believe it's five days before Christmas? Hey, I love Christmas. Um, how are you feeling? Do you feel prepared or what? I do. I do feel prepared. Um, but I've been planning for five months. Uh, no, five months. Wow. Oh, five God, months. No. Okay. I've been planning for about a month. Uh-huh. Just like the little things that I want to do and not do. Uh-huh. And the things that are really important to my family. And I feel like I've gone through this wave. Like okay. I used to want to say yes to everything mm-hmm. and do all of the things during Christmas because I want to be involved with all of the things at church. I want to be involved with all the things in the community and at school and all the things. But you know what? It's been 10 years and... Now I say no to a bunch of stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've come to a place where I can feel prepared and a little bit more balanced during this yeah. crazy time where I'm not saying yes to all of the things. Yeah, that's but I, good. But I do prepare now, but I didn't start out that way. I, don't I think. feel like a lot of moms get really stressed out during this time of year. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not taking it away from them just because I understand that there are a lot of expectations, I guess, maybe that they put on themselves because they see other families doing it or other moms doing it. And I used to be like that. I used to be like that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think back on when I was actually married, I was so much more stressed out about the holidays because I wanted to do everything. I wanted to do, you know, a proper holiday party for the family. Mm. I wanted to do the Christmas cards. I wanted to do the family portrait. I wanted to do like, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, all of the things. Everything you could think of mm. and and make it a picture perfect thing, almost like having the Christmas tree, you know, having the lights. And I was so much more stressed out about that. And now that, I mean, again, I'm not going to call myself a single mom because I, supposedly I'm not a single mom. Yeah. I'm just a co-parent at this point. Um, but even though um, I don't technically have a partner, um, I feel so much more lighter and less stressed out during this holiday. Mm. And I think it's because I've let go a lot about those things. Like an example is a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I mean, the past two years, we haven't had a proper fresh pine cone green Christmas tree that we picked straight from the forest. <laughs> um, you didn't drive five hours into the woods and go get that thing? No, we ordered literally a fake Christmas tree that is, I ordered it because I thought it was tall. It ended up being like the size of Colette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny, no, I, I'm lying. It was, we ordered one that was the size of Colette and another one that's a little taller than Chloe. Um, so they're both minis. And They've been sitting in our garage for the past two years and we decided to use those this year. And the kids get so excited about a fake Christmas tree that is tiny. They don't know the difference mm-hmm. of a real Christmas tree that's massive. Um, maybe they do, but from what I know, they're just as excited yeah. to see this Christmas tree come out from the garage. And is it picture perfect? No, it's really kind of ugly. <laughs> Um, is I'm really it, proud of you. You have come a long way. Yeah. 
Does it have cute ornaments? No. It's like the most random things that we've collected along the way. And guess what? I don't care. It's perfect. It's perfect it because is. they love it. Yeah. We have two Christmas trees according to them. <laughs> um, they tell everyone that we they have two Christmas trees. Yeah. And that allows me to not be stressed out about yeah. these small things that we all stress out about, right? I, I think so too. I feel like before I... We call it the, the the mental load of motherhood and making Christmas magical. It like falls so much on the mother, usually mm-hmm. traditionally. I think sometimes it's like we put so much on ourselves. So maybe we just, maybe the magical part is that we say no to the things that really don't matter. Yeah, because I'm the question I have is what is magic, right? Mm-hmm. What yeah. is the holiday or Christmas magic? The Christmas magic is not about making everything perfect the kids don't care about that yeah i think maybe your instagram followers might but that's not what magic is about right the magic is really about just enjoying the present and you can't Mm -hmm. physically enjoy being present if you have a list of a million things that you have to do by a certain day then you're just like waiting for christmas to be over right yeah yeah and so yeah. I'm glad you said that because I do think that you wanted to look as beautiful as possible and like as fun and like there's have so many activities and and we do do them like I, our calendars are still full but I think that they have more grounded intentional like activities. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And the things that you say no to, you say no to and be done with it. Yeah. I love that. So going back to the whole Christmas prepared. Yeah, because as I mentioned in our previous episodes I think Christmas is really about the lead up, right? Of like until, you you know, you do all the fun family things and activities. And then Christmas Day is just Christmas Day spending it with the entire family. But because I don't have them half the time of the lead up, it's almost like I'm trying to cram everything in in a shorter amount of time. Yeah. So I luckily have them for the lead up of Christmas. But now we're just like jam packing everything that I didn't get to do with them you know, the previous week. Right. And so it just, it, I feel a little crazy right now because we're trying to do everything. But obviously I'm very, very blessed in a sense where I do have them during this time. And I didn't have them for Thanksgiving, which right. was one of the reasons why I went to Africa yeah. with my sister. I know. Cheers. Yeah. So I just feel very grateful that I have what them. What is all, what when you say jamming, what are we jamming? What's, what's, what's going on? You know, on? just like the traditions that we used to do as a one unit, as a one unit family, like baking cookies you know i know you don't believe in elf on the shelf but like we do it just as a tradition Mm -hmm. elf on the shelf visiting santa you know making holiday cards for our neighbors and friends and families and you know throwing holiday parties with you know the kids in our neighborhood all of that within like five days (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah So, I see. You're yeah. right. We some of us have two or three weeks to do that, but you have five days to do yeah. it. So yeah, okay, I get but it. But it's fun. It's fun. I I feel like the girls kind of get that high of like, yeah. okay, let's go. Let's yeah. like let's do everything. Yeah. And plus, they are on break, so that's that's nice. I get a little bit more time with them. Okay, the sh- the elf thing. I thought we decided we weren't doing that anymore. Yeah, and that was the last. last can you believe it's been a year since that episode? I know. So crazy. I know. So. I don't believe in what the elf stands for, oh. which is 
technically making sure kids are on their best behavior. I think that's pretty effed up. Right. And it's a little scary in my opinion. And I think it it mentally can do some damage to the Christmas holiday for the kids if it's not done right. But what I realized this year is that I decided not to do it. And the kids kept being like, when is Elf coming? Oh, why see. Why is an Elf here? Like, w- did we do something wrong where the Elf didn't come? Oh, yeah. So I just realized that it, it's become this fun kind of tradition for them. And actually, for me this morning, I, I like forgot to move the elf. Like, that's the hardest thing. Because when I was married, that's what their dad would do. And I would kind of forget about it. Yeah. But now I have to do that. And so I forgot to move the elf last night. And so this morning they like ran down and they looked and they're like, oh, the elf is still at the, the same place. Like, I wonder what we could do today to make sure that she moves. So it's it just become this fun tradition and this activity that they look forward to. And honestly, we've forgotten about like being on that quote unquote good behavior. That's kind of like not even part of the elf tradition anymore. So what does he do? Just move around the house just to chill somewhere else? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we enjoy the living room today and tomorrow enjoy the chimney. But you know what we did the other day was the girls wanted to make ornaments. And so we made some Christmas ornaments and they they just kind of left them on the art table. And then the next day I moved the ornaments onto the Christmas tree and the elf was there. Mm-hmm. And so they thought like the elf hung mm-hmm. the ornaments and they were so excited about that. So I think that's just like kind of the magic of like the Christmas traditions. And so I think honestly, that is what Christmas should be about. It's just these holiday traditions that you kind of look forward coming back to every single year. And, you know, I had to kind of redefine what that is for our family because, you know, I'm not with their dad anymore. And we used to do these things like fully as a family. So yeah, we're rediscovering that. And that's one of the things that we decided to keep around, which is the elf. Yeah. And it's it's been really cute. Okay, good. As long as it's not like overwhelming and like just more to your list. Less, yeah, we don't want it to be stressful. Yeah. yeah. What did you not keep? Is there something you were like, oh, we definitely don't need to do that Holiday anymore. cards. I think oh, I yeah. talked about that last year though. Yeah. But I have to say this year, I did a photo shoot with my new family, which is my parents, because we're in a good place now. And I wanted to make that kind of like, not announcement, but it's it's a way for people to update their community of like where they're at, their family's Mm -hmm. at. So I did, I haven't posted it yet, but I'm going to post it on Christmas Day. And that's like my holiday card to my community, but not the physical holiday cards, like mailing it out to our friends and family. But we did the holiday shoot with the girls and my parents and me. And I think in the caption, I'm probably going to say something about like, you know, family looks different Mm. to all of us. And Mm. this is our family. And we wish you guys a Merry Christmas. And so so I'm really looking forward to posting that. But that's I guess that's like a modern day holiday card, which is like just posting it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. But we haven't done the physical actual holiday card. So we I feel like I'm going to let that go. Yeah. Unless, I don't know, something changes. You're inspired some other year. And I think that's okay yeah. too. Some years do it and some years don't do it. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Have you added any traditions or let go of any traditions? I mean, so for me, the holiday card is going to be every other year or every two years. I do like to send it once in a while because I actually keep all the cards. 
I have all every, of your friends' cards. Every single card that's where has the been, heck do you pu- place I know. them? I have little shoe boxes for every year. How many shoe boxes do you have? I have ten shoe boxes because we started when the when we had children, and so I do have are all of them. Are these people that you? actually really care about or are they like random people no you always have this weird story about this one random person that sends you a random card these are people that i know personally but i'm sure you get cards from people that you don't really care about do you keep those or do you just toss them well no i do care about them not all the time immediately i don't know everything about them all of the time but they are telling me every single card you get you actually care about these people yes but maybe you're getting 2000 i'm getting like 50 so yeah i can that's a lot lot of people to care for i mean but i mean again i don't care for them on the daily but they're people from college or my husband's work people or whatever you know I do keep them because their kids are on them. And also it's a real photo. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like I'm just keeping a photo. I, I actually do like it. Last year just felt overwhelming because I felt like I had too much on my plate. But I and like making the thing is annoying. Like it just takes so much time because it requires so much thought. But I do love receiving them. So for me with the holiday card, I'm just going to send them out every like maybe two years mm. because I do keep them and I will I will show them some of those photos are so cute. What else? We, the traditions that we always keep are is family time, whether we are with husband's side or my side. So we're always mm. with family. And December becomes a lot about family and less about friends. Because mm. like the first few years, I just did too much and I wanted to celebrate too many things. But I did notice like the past couple of years, I try to spend November is more like social things yeah. and team sports and school things. And then December is really more about family. Mm, I see. Yeah. Talking, oh, I don't know if I want to bring this up, but talking about team event thing that did happen uh-huh. in November. And I'm only sharing this because I think we're sort of a new generation of like understanding kids and technology, right? Yeah. It's like we are kind of new at it. And we're all going to make mistakes. Are you talking about like cell phones? Like yes. Te- tech yeah tech in general and I mean tech is incredible obviously that's why we can even have this podcast and have you have this job online and all of that is wonderful and communication all across the board but then like how much of that does trickle into our day-to-day life and all the time constantly and I did have a moment a few weeks ago in this holiday like celebration moment where I had friends over my you know my kids sporty team over for kind of like a a gathering and then, and I don't know. And maybe I don't, I I still don't know how, I I mean, I feel good about what happened, but also like, I don't know how the listener may feel. I don't know how you may feel. So let me tell you what happened. Just say it. Yeah. Just spill it. So I sent an email inviting our team and I was like excited to host them and it was potluck. So I sent an email and everybody kind of says like, oh, I'll bring the salad, I'll bring the chips, whatever. And then at the end of the email, And I did consult with two other moms and I was like, I don't know if I should add this, but I feel in my heart I should. I wrote, if your kid has a phone Mm -hmm. in their pocket, and this is part of like, you know, they have like a cell phone, like a full-blown iPhone with social media and all the stuff and all the browsers, just would love for that phone to stay home. Mm. And just send your kid and I'm going to be at the party. So I'm I'm going to, I'm there. So if they need to communicate with a parent or anything, like I'm there and they can use my phone and use my house mm-hmm. phone, whatever. And I, I wrote that because I have noticed in other kind of play date settings, there are kids who have phones and they're on their own on their phone. And then the rest of the kids are outside playing, like throwing the yeah. ball around, which again, it's fine. 
it's it is what it is. But Technology, it kind of kills the dynamic. Well, the point of the play day of of having the thing is so that all the kids play together, and because they're a sporty team, you do need kind of interaction yeah, outside of the I team that. so that they can bond in other ways. And even if they are going to play video games. They're playing together. It's not right. like everyone's separate on their own little phone. Right. Right? right. Or right. am I being crazy? No, I, I see that. And I, I, I've been in playdates where, because Chloe's still too young, like her peers don't really have phones at this age, but where a parent will give their child or like Chloe's friends a phone and all of a sudden everyone yeah. is surrounding that person with the yes. phone and they end exactly. up just watching, watching that video. video instead yeah. of, actually playing so yes i understand that that's exactly what i have seen over and over and i was like look we don't get to socialize a lot in this in this setting with these friends so let's just have a couple boundaries so that they can and then i had other activities planned for them right and so that they could enjoy together as a group and you know and honestly most moms were or parents were like okay great sounds good we'll bring our chips we'll bring our whatever our drinks or guacamole and thank you for saying that about the phone we appreciate that but they're always you know they're always moms who think differently and i'm very i'm respectful and i did have a conversation with one parent and it went kind of like, hey, you know, my kid is very responsible, so you don't have to worry about anything. They're not going to bust out their phone. They, mm -hmm. they know it's just there for an emergency. It's in their pocket just for an emergency. So please don't worry, but I, he's going to have his phone. And I was like, okay, well, again, I'm, I, I totally understand. And he's, you know, new to the team or like newer to the team. So I understand that, you know, I, we haven't I haven't built a closeness with this family yet so I, I was like okay well you know I understand but I just would hate that the phones get busted out even though they say yeah. they won't they get busted out yeah and especially if they're just in their pocket and like it just changes the dynamic of the of the of the play date and so you know, again, I think I asked a couple times that the phone stay home, but the mom was insistent. And so I said, okay, well, the best thing I can do is create, and this was an idea that another parent gave me, was to leave a basket at the entrance of the door, like uh -huh. by the door, and just to ask the kid to leave the phone there. Okay. So at least it's not in the pocket inside the bedroom, inside of the living room. Yeah. Just like free floating all over the house. Yeah. So that's kind of how it happened. And I, I feel like that was a good compromise for both families. And, and that felt the mom was cool about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And oh, the parents okay. agreed. And it, it, that made sense for okay. both parties. Okay, then it all worked out. It all worked out. I think it's it's a difficult conversation to have sometimes because I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable either. Yeah. But I've seen it. I've seen the, the couple kids that bring the phone or are given the phone and it changes the dynamic of the play date. Yeah. And also the point of the play date is for them to hang out and to get to know yeah. each other in other ways. And, you know, they should be able to just like sit around and do something easy. They don't need to be constantly overly stimulated. Mm -hmm. It's not like, because then the other option was like, oh, let's take them to Dave and Buster's, which is super fun. But it's like overstimulation. It's just too yeah. much sometimes. Like, yeah. Why can't they just come and like play some hoops in the back? Yeah. And just like have a pizza and call it a day or like build a Lego set together or like play some Monopoly together. Like why can't we slow down some of the stimulation? Yeah. Yeah. Well. But that's just me. I mean, I think that you're one extreme. Yeah. Which is on the far side of like no phones allowed. Is it far? I think you're on the far side, okay. right? Yeah. And then I think there are parents that are on the other side of the spectrum, which is like, no, like no what's rules wrong at all. with this, yeah. right? Like my kid has it under control. And then there's kind of parents that are in the middle that can go either way. Yeah. And so 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I see what you're saying, and I, I do agree that it's important for kids to learn how to just play on their own without yes. phones. I, I, I yeah. think it's actually an really important skill. Yeah, and, and one, good for you for speaking up and being like, no, like just leave your phones at home. Because to be honest, I don't know if I could do that. Really? What yeah, do you mean? Because I, I'm I'm just I think you're really good about like sticking up for like what you believe in. Okay. I'm because of who I am and what I do, I don't like for people to judge me. <laughs> and so I'm always just kind of like I mean nobody yeah, wants like, that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I think that's really great that you're you sit your ground. So the other day I needed to get some stuff done around the house, um, just given that the holidays are here basically. And I obviously didn't want to give the kids, you know, my phone or the iPad. So I just brought out a new KiwiCo box. And you guys all know how much I love KiwiCo. And they stayed busy for at least, I would say, about an hour to hour and a half, which was just pure magic. And I love that KiwiCo knows a thing or two about delivering moments of awesome from robots to rocket ships. All their projects are designed to really spark fun and excitement for kids of all ages. And I also love that it delivers super cool science, technology, and art projects for kids from nine different subscription lines for different age groups and categories. So there's really something for every kid. Both Chloe and Colette did a separate um, project individually. And surprisingly, they were able to do it on their own. And it's so much fun. And also they are tested by a crew of real kid testers to ensure that one is age appropriate. Hence the reason why usually they could do it on their own. Sometimes they need my help, but for this time they actually didn't. So it was incredible just to see them light up. KiwiCo really cultivates the child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month. We just recently did this amazing box from them. It was the Kinetic Light Up Speaker from KiwiCo store. So they also have another section, not the crates, where you can go and buy different types of boxes that are not included in the regular subscription. And they're also pretty fantastic. So do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Give awesome this holiday with KiwiCo. Get your first month free on any crate line at kiwico.com slash bumo. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash B-U-M-O. You know how I'm like the best, cutest sporty mom ever? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We all that's know that. Me. Um, I actually took a whole box of Perfect Bar to one of the games so that the kids could fuel up after two hours of running. They had back-to-back games this past weekend. You're probably the most popular mom there. I was. I mean, Perfect Bar is wonderful because they're a protein, that, a protein bar that actually tastes good. The kids loved them. So look no further than the Perfect Bar if that's what you're looking for. With our lineup of fresh-from-the-fridge protein bars, Perfect Bar is exactly what you've been looking for. No chalky artificial aftertaste here. So my favorite thing about Perfect Bar is that they have like this cookie dough texture that's creamy and full of flavor. And it's truly, truly unlike any other bars out there. And it's just, I just sometimes dream about eating a Perfect Bar like I am right now. I wish I had one right in front of me because that texture just gets me every single time. It's so delicious. And it also comes in a snack size bar, which I love. And it's packed up with six grams of protein and 150 calories. And a little goes a long ways. And I actually took these to Fashion Week, um, you know, a few months ago, and I would just eat these 
in between every show because there's really no time to really like sit down at a restaurant and get a full meal and this would actually fill me up for kind of like the the day um, and all the energy that I needed. Uh, Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try the refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for emails or texts and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. So they're paying you to try Perfect Bar, basically. Very cool of them. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash BUMO to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash BUMO to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. Are you going on date after date and still not finding the one or getting a text back? Well, you're probably doing something wrong. And I am here to tell you exactly what that is. I'm Lindsay Metzlar and I host We Met at Acme. It's a dating podcast that gives you all the rules and guidelines that you need to date successfully. Hey, it worked for me and now I'm married. So you really should give it a listen if you haven't already. And you can also hear the horrors of dating. Everything that you want to hear is in We Met at Acme. So check it out. I mean, I think that we all want to be easygoing and I feel like I'm generally very respectful, but at some point also like, really? I don't know. Like, and I don't know. I think as I get older and my kids are getting older and I just realize how much the people that they're surrounded by impact their values and impact the choices that they make. And not that you can protect them all the time and you shouldn't, they should be allowed to, they, they should be in an environment where they can make a bunch of mistakes and then you kind of, they learn through those mistakes. That's kind of the point I think of adolescence. But I just also feel like if we could set some boundaries, it would save us just a lot of unnecessary stuff yeah. that just doesn't need to even happen. Like there's so much bullying going around these days. I don't know if you're hearing stories, but like it's, there's so much going on and I just question and wonder and I'm confused sometimes as to why we don't talk about this a little bit more. And I, and trust me, I was like sweating bullets when I sent this email. I, I did know that it was going to rub some parents the wrong way. And I did know that because I because it's a team sport, like a sporty thing, a lot of kids are in and out. It's not like my core group of friends where mm-hmm. like we've talked about this for years. So I do. So you understand. just don't know where their parents stand. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know like how lenient they are or how strict they may be or like how they feel about certain things. But I also know how I feel. And I also know what what you're bringing in when you're bringing a totally open phone into a group setting. Yeah. Like I, I know what that brings. Yeah. And and it was my house. And so I did feel strongly to, you know, you know, make that point. But yeah, it was kind of, I did feel a little bit, I did feel uncomfortable, but I don't know. I also felt the urge to, to do it and to say something about it. Anyway, yeah, good for you. I mean, imagine if you didn't, the amount of kids that might've brought their phones. Right. Yeah. And it would have been a totally different play date. So I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how sustainable this is. Mm-hmm. I might have no friends by next year, but <laughs> maybe nobody's going to want to play with my child. But you might have like a uh, few. I might drop a few friends. Yeah. And I'm okay with that too, to be honest. Yeah. You, you, you won't have to have 50. You won't get the 50 Christmas cards anymore. <laughs> I'll get 48. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. This yeah. stuff is hard sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not there yet because. Obviously, my girls are still young and they, you know, their peers don't have phones yet. And so, yeah, I, I don't know how how I would deal with it once I'm there, which I'm not too far off because Chloe is going to turn eight in a few weeks. 
So I know I have about two years maybe until these, like her peers will be receiving phones. Yeah. And what in your world, what is normal? Like who are getting phones? Like fifth graders, sixth graders, ninth graders? I don't know because I don't have many friends that have older kids than Chloe. It's just you Mm -hmm. and maybe Lisa. And she's I super saw strict. the yeah. other day at the baby to baby, we we did like this volunteer day, and I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Jet, you're so big now. <laughs> I know. It's amazing how like yeah. kids just grow up so fast. But anyways, so I don't have that many friends with much older kids. Yeah. I think it's either like we're about the same age, or I have like a few like you and like you know two other people. Yeah. So I I don't know what how it's gonna look like. As of now, all I know is that nobody has a phone. I mean, okay. they're only seven and eight, they're in second grade. And Chloe, you know, we, we are very privileged in the sense where she does go to private school. And so I think it's a little bit more restricted there, but who knows, you know, yeah. who knows in the next year to two years. I mean, she does ask me some interesting questions where I'm like- Like what? About where phones? Where did you get that information <laughs> from? Like the other day, Colette was like, she said the S word, she said, uh-huh. but she said, sit, uh-huh. sit. Uh-huh. I forgot my wallet at home. I'm like, are you saying the S word? Uh-huh. And Chloe's like laughing. She's like, yeah, she's saying the S word. I'm like, where'd you learn this from? And and they're just laughing. I was like, does daddy say this? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. So obviously they pick up random words like that. But Chloe did ask me the other day, she was like, mommy, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no. Uh-huh. Do you know what a boyfriend is? And she was like, yeah, like you like each other. I was like, okay. She's like, but do you have a girlfriend? And I was like, yeah, I have a bunch of girlfriends like Auntie Lynette, Auntie Sarah. Uh-huh. They're all my best friends. She's like, no, like a girlfriend, girlfriend. Okay. Uh-huh. And I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, like you like each other. And I'm like, I like my best friends. And she was like, no, like you actually like them. Uh-huh. And I was like, at her grade, are they talking about this already? You know, yeah. are they talking mm-hmm. about who has a girlfriend uh-huh. or a boyfriend? And so, yeah, I just didn't really know how yeah. to react to that. But I think at that age, they're becoming exposed and probably talking about these little things casually, yeah. right? Do you think that that's coming from some sort of online thing it's like the kids are watching youtube or they're online or do you think it's just happening naturally in just like their normal social environments i I don't know it's hard to say because again since i do co-parent you know both their dad and i we agreed to not have youtube on the the ipads iPads. but they do have access to netflix they have access to disney plus which you know they could learn from that as well but who knows if they're picking this up from a peer at their school so I, I don't know, but I, I try to do my best in, in trying to listen and yeah. ask them questions and try to answer their questions. And not go further than that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it right now it's just pure innocence, obviously. Yeah. They, they're just hearing about these random words. Yeah. I love that they can come to you with any question. I think that's such a, I don't know, different way of approaching how we raise our kids and even talk to them about certain topics because with our parents, right? Like, I feel like, I mean, I don't know with you, but with me, I always felt a little bit shy and not like, it was hard when I had questions to bring them to my parents because I thought that they were going to 
you know, they're a little bit more strict. And so they were just going to kind of shut it down. But I think it's good to have all of these conversations with the kids. And I I love, I want to be that first person that they come to when they have questions. Oh, yeah. I want to build a relationship that it's open enough where that's what we're doing instead of them finding out a bunch of stuff online. Oh, yeah. Right? One thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest difference of our generation of like raising our kids is that, I mean, you know, we don't have everything perfectly, you know, figured out. But I feel like we understand the importance of uh, being not just a buddy because we don't want to just be their friend. We're also their parent, but also being the first person that they come to. So keeping the door open Mm -hmm. and if they are curious about sex or drugs, like you definitely want them to come to you more than like their friends or the online right and so I think it's practicing just like even from the start like even from the very very beginning of you know these these kind of kind of uh, conversations like silly conversations right like like you said it feels like an innocent very innocent question but it is something that she's thinking about and obviously it came up in a form of a question yeah like it's just so sweet that she comes to you with it yeah and you never want to be like oh that's stupid yeah or you know because you don't want them to close down yeah you just kind of like ask them questions where they heard it from, you know, kind of laugh with them about yeah. it. And what do they think it means? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. But, if, I, but I guess my point of bringing that up is like, I feel like I had to learn that. We all it, did. Yeah. Right? It didn't come naturally. I didn't, I probably didn't parent in this manner the first, I don't know, a few years with my kid, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad that we have, we have like better tools to build relationships with our children. I mean, I told this story before, but my mom literally like, she did not want me to learn about my private parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she like made up fake names for them. And up until like maybe seven years ago, like Mm -hmm. in my early 30s, I discovered that those were not real words. (laughs) I know. You have told this story and I still love it. Yeah, I was like, it's true. Mind blown. We were all raised that way. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a whole different conversation. But I think, thank you for sharing that story about the, the the email and the, and the parenting yeah. or the parent with the phone and all of that. I know that probably wasn't easy for you. I just don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm like, I want everybody to feel comfortable and welcome. And like, I will, I'm definitely the type of mom that will love and nurture your kid as much as I can. But also like, I don't know. I In some ways, I, I do feel like there are boundaries for, for things. And I'm I want to, I want to, feel comfortable myself setting those boundaries yeah 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 for sure yeah i think we started off the this conversation with like just holiday christmas traditions yeah because yeah, christmas is in five days yeah. yeah so is there anything else that you're doing or not doing this year we're definitely spending time with family which is just my favorite thing and this is kind of a big year my mother-in-law is 91 wow so you know it's definitely just we're feeling a little bit of the 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 moment where she is in an age where like we might not have many Christmases left with her. Yeah. So just really wanting to enjoy that. I mean, we don't spend a lot of time with them because they live very far, but we will be with her for, for Christmas, which I'm looking forward to. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean And you guys? I mean, we're we're really not doing anything. That that was like my biggest thing this year. And I'm like, I do not want to travel. I do not want to go anywhere. I just wanna be at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. because I I feel like this past year I was gone so much. Like every other week when I didn't have the kids, I was on a plane somewhere. And so I think for me personally, I wanted to stay at home, 
be present with the kids and just go back to the simple things, like do the simple things. And oh, one thing that we did was we did the baby to baby holiday. Like we served the families with the kids and it was my first year doing it with the kids. And that was very, very special. Like I've always done it by myself for the past, I think, seven years that I've been with them. And I just remember being so frustrated because I tried to bring Chloe last or I think it was like two years ago or forgot when it was. But she just didn't get it. Yeah. And she was just like throwing a fit. And she was like, I don't want to do this. But this year seeing her just like really understand it and getting into it just made my heart so happy. And same thing with Colette. She was like so into like wrapping all the gifts and like putting all the bundles for the babies together. And at the end of the day, they had like so many questions of like, how come these kids don't have socks? Or how come we had to give them diapers? And it was just like a great way to share with them what the holidays should mean, which is like giving to and helping other people, the season of giving. And so I finally feel like they got it this mm-hmm. year. And even Colette at mm-hmm. such a young age, mm-hmm. she's just a lot faster because she just wants to keep up with her older sister. Yeah. But that was like the most like special thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. You're a good mama. Yeah. So, Yeah. Well, I hope you guys all have a amazing holiday. Yeah. Whatever you're celebrating, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever it yeah. is that mm-hmm. you are spending time with your families and you're creating lots and lots of memories. I feel very, very grateful to just have this amazing community, this amazing platform to be able to share our stories with you guys. And yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. Have a great time, you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumobrain on Instagram. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.